Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for checking out Side Hustlers, however you got here, whether you heard an ad on one of your favorite podcasts, whether you saw me posting about it on Instagram or saw it randomly or got it from a friend, whatever it is, welcome. I'm excited that you're here. In this podcast, we hear the story of people who follow a passion outside of their day job. We also talk to people who have left the corporate world and turned their side hustle into a full-time job. I'm your host of Side Hustlers from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie, and I started this podcast because I started seeing everyone around me doing extra work outside of their day job. The drive, passion, and inspiration the people in this podcast share is not something I found anywhere else, and I will tell you that confidently. If you know of anyone who's a side hustler or anyone who has an incredible story, please reach out to me. It's sidehustlerspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at the Carla Marie. And quick backstory, I'm based in Seattle. I host a morning show on 106.1. It's called The Carla Marie and Anthony Show. You can listen to it on our iHeartRadio app if you search for Kiss FM Seattle or honestly, my Instagram, The Carla Marie, is the best way to find anything and you can listen to my morning show from literally anywhere. So in this week's episode, we hear the story of how David started Mount Rainier Watch. It's a Twitter and Instagram account that tells Mount Rainier fans when the mountain is out. Now, you may not live in Washington or even know what 
what Mount Rainier is, and that's totally fine. You're still going to love this episode. And David gets into, and I get into, explaining to you what it means when the mountain is out, just in case you don't know. I promise you'll be a Mount Rainier fan by the end of this podcast. David created the account because there was no way for people to know if Mount Rainier was out unless they could literally see it from their home or office or on their commute. It started as a Twitter account, and you can check it out. It's MT Rainier Watch. That's M-T-R-A-I-N-I-E-R Watch. And it now has over 20,000 followers on its Instagram account, got its own merch, and you're going to love David's passion for sharing Mount Rainier with people all over the world. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. This is one of those episodes where I like I kind of geek out a little bit. All right, I'm gonna geek out a lot. Cool. So totally geek out. Yeah, Please so geek out. David Lindahl is here, and I cannot wait to explain how we met. So that's <laughs> gonna be a cool part of this episode. But let's talk about your side hustle first. Your side hustle is Mount Rainier Watch, or just Rainier Watch. What do you normally say? Uh, I just go with Rainier Watch. Rainier Watch. Shorter, easier. That's usually the hashtag I use is hashtag Rainier Watch. Okay. Less, less typing. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So for people who don't live in Washington. Mount Rainier is this super awesome volcano that we have here. And it is mind boggling how amazing it is and how much it catches me off guard every time I see it. And granted, I've only lived here for three years. But from what I understand, locals obviously freak out as well. I'm a local at this point, but whatever. (laughs) Your whole company was do we call it a company? I don't even know. It's it's just like a it's a thing. It's a co- it's, it's a, it's cool a community thing. online community like with an apparel store. You know, you started Rainier Watch because you wanted to tell people when Mount Rainier was out. Yeah. So going back to 2013, I was living in Green Lake, commuting to downtown Seattle, taking the bus every day. Uh, and those days when the mountain was out were just it was it's just mind boggling. Like you said, it's incredible. You, you don't realize how dominating of the landscape that it can, it's just like, it dominates the landscape. It's ridiculous. Back then I was commuting and I, I was looking online like, Hey, is there a way to see if this thing's out? Like Rainier is out. It's really cool. It's the coolest thing ever. There's no way online to tell. There's no, no. nothing. So that's why I started a Twitter account because it, it seemed to make sense to start it on Twitter. Yeah. Kind of an Especially instant, then. Yeah, instant notification sort of thing. Like, Oh, this is more of a, a timeline based feed of when you can see the mountain out. So I just started like tweeting from that point on. And we're saying words like the mountain being out. And that is a common thing here. And uh, if you're from Washington, if you live in Washington, you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, duh, I know. But (laughs) so many people who listen to this podcast just live in like flatlands or just uh, cities with buildings around and they have no idea, which David, you left Seattle for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was born here, but then we moved to the, uh, (laughs) the Midwest. Exactly. Uh, So I grew up there and there's not any mountains there, of course. That was fun. It was, it was great time but yeah same growing up in new jersey you don't have that <laughs> so saying oh is the mountain out today is a very common thing here and when i see mount rainier literally every time it catches me off guard and i'm like <gasps> i do that yeah and i scream yeah and yeah. you as someone who runs this account which i want people to see it's mt rainier watch on instagram and rainier by the way is spelled rainier like yeah. it's rainier outside today so mount Ra- <laughs> M- mt rainier watch mm-hmm you, I took you to a conference room here at our iHeartRadio offices because I knew there was a sick view of Mount Rainier. And you, as a person who runs an Instagram account <laughs> with pictures of Mount Rainier, literally went, 
oh my god like you've never seen it before yeah it's and it, so it was cool. like cool to see it through your eyes <laughs> so for the last six years obviously it's evolved it's not just twitter anymore mm-hmm. rainier watch has its own website rainierwatch.com mm-hmm. and instagram yeah and that's kind of been like where it's really taken off yeah and i give full credit to my wife for that shout out janae so <laughs> it was i was on twitter for a while it made sense to me but inside my little headspace there's only certain there's there's a lot of things that I miss. <laughs> so Janae had said, why don't you start on an Instagram? Like it's a kind of photographic thing. It make it would make sense. And so I did, and it's really blown up. I think I think the Instagram's only been around for maybe a year or two, and it's up to like twenty five thousand or something That's like crazy. that. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It just makes sense. For it the really <laughs> it does. It really does. But this is obviously not your day job. That's why yeah. you're on side hustlers. So what is your regular nine to five? Yeah, nine to five. I'm a web developer, uh, specifically a user interface developer at Indigo Slate, which is a marketing agency over on the east side, Bellevue, uh, Redmond area. So basically, I just sling code, edit text files all day, and make really interesting, engaging user experiences for sling people. Sling code is that a thing <laughs> that you guys say? Uh, I may have just made it up, but we'll, we'll <laughs> say that we say it. I'm sure people okay. have said it before. <laughs> so dumbed down then for those of us who have no idea about slinging code. <laughs> What do you do? Like, what do you, can you do for dummies for me what your day job is? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So any website that you touch, when you, let's say you go to a web browser, you Mm -hmm. go to Mm -hmm. google.com, you're interacting with what's called the front end of a website right there. Yes. And so that's what I code. And there's other people that do the nuts and bolts and the plumbing behind the scenes. I find that very boring and not as fun. Right. Uh, So I just do the really fun stuff that people see. Like the pretty stuff. In their computer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. didn't know that there was a difference. Like, yeah. I just thought it was all like, whatever. It's just there. Yeah. We take it for granted. <laughs> yeah. There's a rabbit hole down every one of those oh my paths, God. of course. So do, has your day job helped you with your side hustle? Yeah, it has a little bit. So being a web developer, like I, I built the website itself. I didn't code it from scratch or anything like that for a near watch, but I've definitely got like the skills and experiences in tech to build it in a way that uh, a makes sense. Like I, it's a really, it's a lot cheaper than using Shopify, for example. I've got mine on WordPress, so it's self-hosted. Oh wow! Um, so I set up a server for that and installed everything that I need. Yeah, a lot of those skills where I can just go in and update things where I need to. I, I have that skill set, which is nice from work. I don't often, I don't necessarily like to do that when I come of home. So sometimes I take shortcuts. That's okay. uh, but it's cool to, re- it's really cool to have the skill set where I want to say, and this might be a teaser for later on, but hey, I want to build um, something that will tell people of the mountains out, hey, I know code. I can I can work on that for somewhat. <laughs> How many hours do you think you spend on Rainier Watch per week? <laughs> Too many. Uh, if the mountain's out, I can't even, I can't keep track. I can't, <laughs> my, I actually <laughs> technically have two cell phones. One cell phone just for Rainier Watch because it, it blew up my, my main phone too much. Okay, so look at you. You really do have two phones. So let's <laughs> talk about what, like what you actually do. People... Yeah. Yeah. Post pictures yeah. of Mount Rainier. Yes. They're posting, they're hashtagging. And so really like my primary responsibility is basically be a social media manager and go through and repost on the Instagram stories if the mountain's out, try and find the best shots to post on the porf- like on the, the stream itself for Rainier Watch on Twitter, uh, respond to comments, try and try and track everything. You, you really can't. It's, so you ask people, it's hard. can I post you? Cause yeah, you follow I, the hashtag right yeah, here. Obviously. Exactly. So it, it took a long time to get to critical mass where it's at now. And now people actually tag the mountain when it's out for the most part, which is really, really cool. Like tag your account. Yeah. Over a year ago or so. Um, it wasn't like that. It was all me digging through all of the hashtags, okay. asking people for permission. And I always, I always get consent before I post images. I'm always it's awesome. either grabbing something that's hashtag with Rainier watch, which 
sort of gives us consent. Um, I'll have to ask the lawyers about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. There's no rules in social <laughs> yeah, media, right? It's, it's the Wild West. Um, it is. So yeah, either going through the hashtags or uh, just basically managing those social media accounts. Um, and that's, that's a lot of work. There's also like all the other things that come into play, like uh, doing a lot of business strategy and running the apparel shop on the side, designing t-shirts, doing all the branding and designing for everything that you see, like the advertisements on Instagram stories and uh, managing inventory, managing the wow. website and website went down the other day. So I was trying to figure out what went, went wrong. What did go wrong? But uh, they basically, without getting too technical, I sort <laughs> of have a shield set up in front of the website to protect against DDoS attacks. Mm. Um, and that shield was not set up perfectly. And so <gasps> now I set up the shield to cooperate with the host of the website. That's, this is crazy, <laughs> but it's cool uh, knowing yeah. this kind of stuff. So now the shield's good. The shield's a, okay, it's better. The shield, the shield is there. was blocking people that it shouldn't have blocked, but okay. now it's great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I do want to get into merch, but you talking about people tagging the account reminded me that we need to tell how we connected. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I love Mount Rainier, story. as we know. I love Mount Rainier. I love national parks, which by the way, it's Mount Rainier National Park. It is one of our country's great, amazing national parks. Best, I've hiked there. Yeah, it, best park. It is. I did a Tolmi Fire Peak. Is that Tolmi Look? Tolmi Lookout. Yeah, yeah. yeah, amazing. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. So I was with my friend Tatum driving around Bonnie Lake, which is a place in Washington, south of Seattle. Bonnie Lake. The views are unbelievable yeah. there. And my friend Tatum has been here her whole life. <laughs> and we're driving, and I'm like screaming, "Oh my god, the mountains <laughs> out!" And she's like what is wrong with you? And I'm like, look at it. She's like, yeah, it is pretty cool. And I'm like, no, but like, dude, it's awesome. So I take a picture of it, post it to my Instagram story. Like I do every time I see the mountain and I go to tag Rainier National Park and I type in Mount. And the first account that comes up is yours, which again (laughs) is MT Rainier Watch. And I'm like, what is this? This logo is pretty. This is, I haven't told you you any of this yet. I just, I'm like, I click it and I'm like, it says MT Rainier Watch. Normally, like in my mind, I would go back and change it to the national park because I obviously live for national parks. I don't. I was just like, all right, cool, whatever. I'll just tag this. (laughs) And then I went on with my day. And then you messaged me and you were like, by the way, this account is my side hustle. And I was like, how does this stuff happen to me? How does it happen? But that's when I started seeing what you do. And I'm like. This guy has an account just to tell us that Rainier is out. Like, this is so cool. And I've been telling everyone about you for like the last week. (laughs) Thank you. Because I love it. And here you are on this podcast. (laughs) So cool. And you're doing this just because you genuinely love it. Yeah. It's not because you're like, you know what? I'm going to make millions of dollars by telling people that a mountain is out. Um, But yeah, my profit margins are, uh, (laughs) I haven't made money yet, but. (laughs) So when did you start selling merch? Uh, I started selling stickers. (sighs) I really need to like nail down a time frame, timeline for all this. Probably two, three years ago, maybe okay. four, just to kind of pay for the website that I had thrown up. That's cool. To kind of explain what Rainier Watch was. Back then I was using Gumroad and just kind of a hodgepodge solution <laughs> that wasn't very good at all. And then got more serious about it. Yeah, I just kind of thought this could turn into something. I really like graphic design. It's something I've always been interested in. And uh, being a web developer, like I kind of interface a lot with design, um, but it's not like my strong suit. I wasn't didn't go to school for it or anything like that. And so... I decided, I don't know what the tipping point was, but I basically decided, hey, I, I think that this could probably work out and sell some merchandise to like Mount Rainier lovers. And then I, so I built this website, did a lot of user testing using Instagram and, and Twitter, which is a really great way to be able to interact directly with your consumers or your audience. Well, how do you get people to know that you have merch? Yeah, it's definitely, I have a newsletter, which isn't uh, as high in follow account as I'd like. Smart though. 
Yeah. Newsletters are very smart. Oh, gosh. I'm honestly, as much as inst- social media has been great for Nearwatch, I also hate it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And fa- oh, Instagram's gotten so much worse with their algorithms in terms of like, oh, you're not paying us for ads? We're going to bury your content. Yeah. Thanks and a lot, guys. We talk a little bit about that often with people on this podcast because a lot of people mm-hmm. are small business owners who mm-hmm. fight the algorithm of Instagram. And we try not to go down this path because we sound like whiny brats saying like, <laughs> yeah. oh, not a lot of people are liking my photos. Yeah. But it's a thing. And when your business has been built off of something like this mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's just gone, mm-hmm. it sucks. And I preach and every time this comes up, newsletters are the, the information you can own that's yours. Mm-hmm. You can have an email address and you can reach out to these people directly and tell them what you have going on where you can't really do that on Instagram. Someone else is controlling that. So the fact that you've started it is amazing. And people can sign up through your free newsletter through the website, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And they can get 10% off their first order um, to incentivize them. And like, it's not a, I don't spam. I send maybe one or two a month. It's it's really low key. Yeah. And honestly, like I would much rather do other things in a newsletter, but it is, it's that direct way into someone's like directly talking to them. And yeah. So going back to social media, like there's, it's kind of a, a wild world out there. And like I do a lot of testing and um polling the audience directly through Instagram stories cool. a lot of times or Twitter to kind of get a feel for what they like and what merchandise sells. Because one thing I've learned is something I think is super cool and I really like and I would buy a million of them. Generally, generally that's not what other people like. <laughs> the exception of this shirt, this shirt that is so cool. I made because I like it. It's cool. Uh, I love kind of 80s throwback designs. I'm holding up my retro t-shirt yeah, that I'm wearing it, for people that can't see us, which is everyone. <laughs> it looks really cool. <laughs> but yeah, like that was, it was kind of something that I liked and I threw it together and it's the number one seller. So it is kind of crazy. And so to kind of test out the audience and figure out what people like, it is definitely a lot of polling and um, talking to people on through the social media and, and see. So you brought some merch with you oh, that yeah. I have not seen yet yeah, other than what is, you're wearing. This is top secret merch, not it, top secret at all. I was like, all. wait, is it really? Oh my <laughs> no. God, you're telling me first? <laughs> no. We just met. <laughs> so one idea I had recently was really cool. I wanted to collaborate with local artists and give them a percentage of the sales. And so this is a really cool Arts of Catherine made this Whoa. Um, Rainier cone, it's called. Yeah, it's really so it, cool. It looks, it's Mount Rainier, which is snow capped, covered in snow most of the time. And it's on an ice cream cone. It, Oh my God, that is so cool. Isn't it? Yeah. It really hasn't sold a whole lot. What? Secret. Yeah, but it's cool. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Here, feel how soft it is. Okay. Oh, oh <laughs> I threw it over her head. Oh, I'm too strong. <laughs> Gotta lay off the gym. Oh, this shirt is perfect. I love it. Yeah, so merch wise, I'm not really using like, the low quality stuff. I go for the best yeah, apparel smart. that I want, smart. best shirts. I want things to last a long time. I don't yeah. want people to like wash it four times and have to go then they're gonna buy hate something you else. Yeah, it, that's you. just like sustainability <laughs> is a big part of Rainier Watch. We give back to organizations that preserve Mount Rainier. So one of them that you give back to is Washington National Park Fund. Yeah, they're uh, awesome. Near and dear to my heart. They are incredible. Their organization, their fundraisers literally fund the projects that the rest of the country's funding can't really do for national parks. So the rangers and will come together and all the, not only say board of directors, whatever national park system is, yeah. will say, hey, this is our wish list of things we want to do this year. And Washington National Park Fund will get it done. Mm-hmm. And what they do and the stories behind it, it's just, it's so incredible. And I've got to go to their um, their fundraiser that they have, the big one every year. Oh, you went... I went oh, this past year. Gosh, dang. You have to go next year. It is the coolest. I was trying to get merch to them and I didn't get it printed in time. I'm so bummed. Next They're, year, for yeah, sure. For sure. So the fact that you give back with every purchase is well, incredible. Technically, or, so uh, it's 10%. Yeah, technically it's 10% of profits. But so here's the deal Rainier Watch doesn't really make profits and <laughs> that's not good enough for me. Like I want to give back more than just X number okay. of something that doesn't happen. So 
going forward soon, uh, sign up for the newsletter and find out every 5% of every purchase will go back to Washington National Parks Fund. Um, so that will be like every single purchase that people make will be giving back to Mount Rainier. That's amazing. That's, that's the most important part of Rainier Watch. Like if that mountain wasn't there, if people weren't preserving it and like making sure it's there for many generations, there'd be no point in watching no. it because it wouldn't be there. So no, it's, it's super not. important to me. So what is then next for you? Is it, I'm just going to keep running this Instagram account or I'm going to keep telling people the mountain is out and that's it. And you're going to be happy. Like what is, is there more things you want to do? <laughs> the, the list of things on my Trello board mm-hmm. is massive. Uh, so I definitely want to focus a lot more and be I've been very strategic with apparel. Like basically the way I print apparel right now is through a U.S. based partner that prints the shirts on demand, which means no margins. Um, But also it means I don't have to deal with inventory and warehousing and that sort of thing. So I want to actually transition more to local based manufacturing. I've talked to a few print shops in the area. So I'm working on getting T-shirts and hats done through them, which takes a lot more upfront capital and you have to manage inventory. But I think that we're probably at a point where that's that could work. Next up for Nearwatch, I think is. A lot of the same, but a lot of like really exciting new things. Uh, later this month, June 30th, I'm aiming to show up at the Fremont Sunday Market. I did some scouting a week or two ago. So you went to the Fremont Sunday Market to see what it oh, was yeah. like there? <laughs> definitely. Scouted out some of the other folks that are doing uh, like t-shirt people, t-shirt mm-hmm. sellers and, and stuff like that. And I think it'd be, be really fun to meet people there. Um, it'd be really fun to just see what sells and whatnot. We got to get you at the, uh, the full moon market. I've had, the, I've had, Yes. People Ooh. listening right now are like, I know what she's talking about. <laughs> the full moon market has uh, been put on by Laura Burkhart and Tawny. And Tawny was on an episode. And Laura Burkhart is um, a local artist who is amazing. She has beautiful uh, mountain paintings and woodwork. And Tawny has a company where she goes to thrift shops and curates items and mm. resells them. Like cool. It's really, really cool what she does. But together they created a market for local Seattle makers. And it happens once a month around the full moon in Capitol Hill. So we'll get you there. (laughs) If it happens, I'm going to be so pumped that we came (laughs) up with the idea in this podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. But earlier you mentioned something about coding and how you come up with ideas and you want to come up with another idea to tell people when the mountain is out without using social media. Yeah. So basically kind of along that same lines of like moving a little bit off social media and kind of making our own type of Rainier Watch thing. So I've got like lots of other merch planned, lots of other kind of like other in-person things. But yeah, specifically what's really exciting, I think, is being able to use my tech background as as well as I, I lean on um, my brother a lot. He's actually a, the back-end developer, so he does a lot of the pipes and oh. bolts and stuff. He's really helpful and he's been helping with different things. And so we are working on things that will lead, <laughs> lay the groundwork for a smartphone app. Cool. Um, and basically being able to develop a way where people can respond and know when the mountain's out. And also I'd like to eventually use machine learning and build sort of a system that analyzes weather patterns as well as um, a lot of the like posting that people do in the area that can kind of predict if the mountain's going to be out Mm -hmm. or not. Kind of just like auxiliary sort of like random things, but I think they'd be really fun and really interesting to work on. So other than your brother, is there anyone else that helps you with Rainier Watch? Uh, My wife is a constant source of me bouncing off ideas. There's just all sorts of designs and concepts that I bounce around with her. And I have a few other friends that I talk to a lot. But yeah, it's it's kind of a lot of it bounces around in my head. And uh, that's that's interesting because I, I basically I've got this huge notebook here that tracks oh, yeah. oh, wow. everything that I've got going on, uh, as well as Trello is something I use. A Trello ton of. is what so Trello is. I think someone's mentioned it in the podcast, but yeah, it's kind of like a project management tool um, that like PMs use in real life. Uh, but also it's, it's a really good way to track all. I think actually the Umbrellas guys mentioned it, but you track all your tasks and your 
it's a Kanban board and you can organize things and have tons of different projects and stuff going on visually displayed, which is helpful. So you mentioned the Ombras guys. If you haven't heard that episode and you're listening to this one, they're awesome. Go back and listen. I know, David, you have your Ombras with you. <laughs> yeah. They're incredible sunglasses that essentially don't break. Yeah. They just got into REI, which is really cool. And with every purchase, they give back. And the whole point is they're not going to fall off your head when you're hiking. They're super comfortable. I'm a big fan of them. But how did you know them? Uh, it was pretty random. I feel like it's one of those social media things where yep. we reached out to each other and said, hey, let's meet up. We both do cool things. And so we kind of <laughs> like talked shop for a while. I met up with Jensen one time in Ombra's headquarters, which is kind of this upper Farm. level of this <laughs> barn. Yeah, <laughs> randomly in Bellevue. Super cool. But it's really fun to talk with him and talk about different things. And we have unofficially, we have something secret planned for the future. Ooh, I, see, I love this <laughs> stuff. I love connections and, and meeting people and like actually using social media for good, which is obviously what your whole thing is mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. what you do. You're putting something positive out there. But do you ever have haters on a social media account about a mountain? Oh, gosh, you have to be real careful. Um, and one thing I've learned what is wrong with people. Well, so and I get it. Some of it's justified. Like there's there's times when people post pictures of themselves doing things they shouldn't be doing in national parks. So like going off the trail, for example. Okay. So you do have to be hypersensitive and aware of those sorts of skirting around the rules, which I, I definitely don't want to promote any images like that. There's there's also this one single spot that I can think of in my mind that I've been told by parks people is off limits and closed because of the fragile ecosystem there. Oh, wow. And that specific photo is Instagram gold. Like it will, engagement is insane on that. So it is kind of tempting to be like, well, maybe they went there when it wasn't closed, <laughs> but... I don't know. I don't, well, like, I, yeah. <laughs> I have a sick picture of Mount Rainier, and I am not wearing a shirt in the photo. However, <laughs> it is my back. So I don't know if that is also something you have to stay away from on yeah, Instagram. Family Instagram. Family exactly. Instagram. Exactly. Watch is family appropriate. It's a sick picture. <laughs> I believe it. It's, I believe it's on, it. Go find me at the Carlin Marie. It's there. It is there. But yeah, I'm sure there are like random things. Everyone finds something to be angry about. Yeah. There's nothing controversial about your account mm -hmm. but i'm sure there are still haters out there mm -hmm. which is very unfortunate yeah but they exist yeah but was there anyone in your life that said dude you're running an instagram account about a mountain like wh why are you wasting your time <laughs> was there anyone who was like what are you doing i think there's people that are just kind of would question and and kind of like some friends and stuff that would kind of like hey what why <laughs> what do you why do you spend so much time on this and it's, i don't know uh it's what i love doing it's i, I come home from my job and you know, most people watch TV or eat dinner and I kind of work way too many hours on it. <laughs> Sometimes, some nights, depending on what I've got going, I'll spend, I don't know, like four or five hours on it um, and then go to bed and eat dinner during that time and that sort of thing. But there's, there's just, it's kind of crazy because I feel like with a Rainier watch, it's basically could be a full-fledged apparel company at this point, um, as well as Instagram community. And that's could almost, if I had limited an unlimited budget, I could probably hire like two, three other people and it could, it would basically function as is and grow even faster. And that's been really interns. tempting to think about. <laughs> Go to UW, get some interns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've thought about that a lot, actually. It's it's crazy because <laughs> we do forget about that. But there are college students that are definitely willing to work for free just to put stuff on their resume mm -hmm. the same way we were. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm not saying get people to work for free. If you're listening to this podcast, you get <laughs> angry at me, obviously for school credit or the yeah, legal way. I experience, did it, but like super good experience. Yeah. I think that's really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And to see how you have built this from the ground up really by yourself obviously you mm -hmm. said your wife and, and your brother have helped you but mm -hmm. you literally created something from nothing yeah yeah there was a time between so i went back i did a whole career pivot which could be a whole nother podcast episode really and i actually did another podcast episode on that career hold on pivot. is that rainier on the tv behind you oh 
Yes. <laughs> wow. Was I can't I I mean. Is too good, it, too good. It the, was. It, I'm pretty sure it was it. I saw a fleeting glimpse of it. The but. fact that that just happened. You were talking, I was like, this is bizarre. Mountain we're, out. The mountain, yeah, the is, mountain out. is out. There was a picture <laughs> of a parachute in front of it. Uh, a balloon. Wasn't it like a Not hot a balloon, air balloon? A parachute. A uh, hot air balloon. Yeah. yeah cause cause there's actually a Seattle hot air balloon company or something that tags when you watch sometimes in their photos. So you can go on a hot air balloon trip. What? Uh, around the mountain or, or that area. Cool. Down you need south. to team up with them on my list you need to the, <laughs> you need to get your logo list. on their giant balloon oh, thing that'd be so cool. what was i called a parachute yeah no one's parachuting right there that would be cool <laughs> but they are not doing that there can you even see mount rainier from where you live no isn't that crazy uh, <laughs> i wish yeah if we had a house with a view it'd be super cool i can go out kind of 50 feet away to 405 and there's a certain spot right on it where you can see the mountain and also i definitely drive every day on a route that's slightly slower to go by a view of the mountain if it's out but this is why we need your account so then <laughs> yeah. you know i'm gonna go 50 feet out of my house or my apartment <laughs> to go see the mountain and yeah. not miss it yeah. and it's i'm sure for you there are weeks where you're like why am i doing this i just spent all these hours but there is someone who saw that the mountain was out and went to go look and you made their day yeah because it has that ability yeah it's it's really cool and there's definitely yeah like you're saying like it can be really draining there's days where i don't really want to be spending an hour or two on instagram and sometimes i just i've been trying to be better about drawing boundaries lately and kind of cutting off the line and um saying enough is enough kind of thing and because i I could check it until like 10 o'clock at night every day and that that would just be crazy especially in these days this last couple weeks have been super busy because it's very sunny out. Yeah, it's so sunny and so beautiful. And so what do you do in the winter? You just have your time off? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice. I still post images of in the gallery sort of feed yeah. for Rainier Watch. And there's hundreds and hundreds of backlogged photos I've got that are just remarkable. Like so beautiful some, from some really awesome photographers. So that's kind of cool to like spread the love for them. Other people see their work and then they can kind of get attention from that. And to kind of explain a little bit more about the mountain being out. Why is that such a big deal, especially in the summer? We Through the winter, there can be months where we don't see the mountain. Yeah, I think I read one somewhere. I'll have to look it up. I think I read 50 days a year the mountain's out. Maybe. That seems That's, low to me, yeah. but also that could be true. I mean, we do have a lot of daylight, though. Like, you can see that mountain until, like, 8 p.m., 9 yeah. p.m. at this yeah. time of year, which yeah. is wild. But, oh, yeah, it's all it's just so crazy. <laughs> and just the idea of you can be passionate about something as... And I don't want to say as little as, because that's not right. But you can be passionate about something as wonderful random. and simple totally and random, random. as yeah. seeing a mountain and create something out of it. Yeah. And you don't have to make money off of it. But you, David, have obviously found a way to set yourself up to do yeah. that. Yeah. But people listening, there are so many things that everyone is passionate about. They're like, oh, well, I like this, but what am I going to do with it? You clearly can do something about it. David <laughs> made a side hustle out of looking at a mountain <laughs> or telling people to look at a mountain. Yeah. I, when you're watching is now a phrase that I want to try and catch on. I even made... Some really cool stickers. I'd rather that, be Rainier watching. Yeah, perfect oh on the backside of cars for all of the traffic that yeah. you're stuck in in Seattle. It's so true. Yeah. It is so, so true. Okay, so you listened to a few episodes of Side Hustlers. You know the question. What app do you use or do you love or do you recommend? And I know you came here prepared but then forgot. Yeah, yeah I was totally <laughs> thinking about this a couple of days ago, Carla Marie, and uh, I had this perfect answer. Perfect answer. I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely think this is something that's probably unique. No one else has mentioned. It'd be really valuable for people to learn. <laughs> And definitely didn't write it down. Um, so I do have a couple answers. I have, okay, good. as mentioned previously, them. Trello is great. Uh, really good at visually organizing everything that I'm trying to track mm-hmm. from 
stages of the website to like apparel that's in different states, like testing and released and that sort of thing, as well as all sorts of people that I want to collaborate with, like cool photographers, different like events that I want to go to. Awesome. Slack is the other one that's really helpful. Slack, yeah. Yeah, it's good at communication, just kind of keeps things organized. I really like this email app called Newton. Newton? Yeah, it's it's great. It basically aggregates. You can put all your emails into it, all your different email accounts, because I've got like five or six. Yeah, and then same. it's got like really cool features where you can snooze things. You can have read receipts on messages, so I know... When you've read my email, (laughs) unless you have black blocking set up, there's ways to block it. Yeah. Basically how it works behind the scenes. If you want to know. Oh, here we go. Uh, Let's do it. (laughs) There's a little pixel that gets sent in the email. That's essentially like an image. And as soon as your email client loads that image from the server that it gets sent from, then it marks the message as red. And then that notification comes back to me that it's red. So if you block (laughs) images or external loading in your email client, uh, that blocks those read receivers. Uh, things from happening so but how there's no way i can know that you have that no what <laughs> sorry. i feel violated sorry did i open your it's email so and not useful. respond at any point no, no it's fine it's so, oh, no i'm curious i may have i, I, I read so. emails all the time and then i respond like two days later no if anything i didn't respond to you <laughs> like, there's so it's it's helpful for me like i was emailing with a manufacturer earlier and stuff like that there's where it's like oh did this go through or not and just having that peace of mind knowing that it went through and they saw it is great. And I've kind of, in the beginning, I was kind of shy about it. Like, oh, shoot, I hope this they're okay with it. And I would have that mindset of like, oh, they haven't responded. Oh, no. But now I think I'm totally past that. And it's more of like, okay, cool. They got it. Just to know that you have email, com- like confirmation of it is, is really helpful. Also, the main reason why I like Newton is no other app is cross-platform across Mac, Android, and Windows cool. and iOS. And it lets me log in once, a single sign-on, and then loads all my emails and the UI I'm a UI developer, so the UI is like super User clean. interface? Sorry, yeah. Right? Yep. Bam. Okay. Good for 10 points. Free sticker. Basically, <laughs> UI is actually throwing stickers at me. Thank you. <laughs> so user interface is basically just using things. Like yeah, the, like what the, the what interface is just what, what you interact with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so that is good on Newton. <laughs> yeah, it's really clean and I love it. So okay. that's all. I'm trying to think of like a... Jog my memory. Well, shake if my you head. remember, you can tell me, and then I do this podcast every week, so I can tell people next week. <laughs> remember that one where the guy couldn't remember? Yeah, I would totally shout you out. Has anyone in a state other than Washington bought merch from you? That is a great question. You know what the very interesting answer is? To that what the majority of sales are from outside Washington. What? What is it? Tourists who come here see it and then go back home. It's expats. It's like. I don't know if that's the right word. Ex-Washingtonians? Yeah, uh, sure. People that have moved away that are like, I miss the mountains so what? much. I had this really cool sticker that I can't bring because I sold out of them. Well, but it's awesome. an outline of the mountain that says Rainier on it. And people would buy that one. They, they sold it sold out within like 48 hours. And people would buy that because they're like, I want to put this on my car to like remember the mountain and that, and that sort of thing. It's it's really cool. Yeah, This is like, I, like, I'm such a nerd for this kind of yeah. information. Like, who's <laughs> buying your stuff? Where are they from? It's, that's crazy. Yeah, and so I... Up until recently, well, no, I still do it. I hand address all the sticker envelopes that I send out, as well as write a note to everyone that bought stuff. And it's Love it's that. so cool because like I get to see where they're going. I get a comment like, "Hey, it's it's awesome sending stickers outside of Washington yeah. to all these people that love Rainier." I just love seeing the community that's built around these lovers of Mount Rainier and lovers and watchers of Mount yeah. Rainier, as I say it. But hopefully when you're at the Fremont market on June 30th, local people will really be like, oh, I need to wear this now while I live here. So yeah. go see David and Rainier watch at the Fremont market, June 30th. If you don't live here, do what everyone else is doing who doesn't live here and buy it <laughs> at RainierWatch.com. But 
I think you might be the person to settle this for me. I once had an Uber driver tell me that Rainier is the only or one of the only male spirited mountains where people call it a he, not a she. Is that true? Interesting. I'll have to look that up because the majority of people that I've talked to interacted with do refer to it as a she. Yeah. But I don't know how historically accurate that is back to like the context of the original people that were here. I'm going to need you to find out and report back, please. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So people, to the we want them to follow MT Rainier Watch. So that's M-T-R-A-I-N-I-E-R Watch. So Rainier. If you're not from here, that's how you would spell it. Because so, it rains a lot here. That's Yeah, there you go. It's a great way to remember. <laughs> uh, so yeah, on Instagram, MT Rainier Watch. And then you can go to RainierWatch.com and you're going to do promo code Carla Marie 15 Yep. For people 15% to buy 15% off. So uh, cool. Save some money. Yeah. So Thanks to all the listeners. Yeah. Go buy things because it really is <laughs> awesome merch. And I'm so excited. Thank you for coming in. And thank you for reaching out to me on Instagram after I randomly tagged you like a <laughs> yeah, psychopath. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was just, I saw it and I was like, oh, wait a second. Wait, See? what? Take chances. Okay, deal. I'm in. <laughs> Isn't that well, It's wild. But yeah. yes, go talk to someone random today. That's all I'm going to say. That's how we're ending this podcast. <laughs> Meet strangers. <laughs> yes. Moral of the story. Thank you for listening to Side Hustlers. Keep up with David. His website is RainierWatch.com. His Instagram, it's MT Rainier Watch. And again, Rainier is R A I N. I-E-R. And don't forget, use promo code CarlaMarie15. And you can find me on Instagram. It's at the CarlaMarie. I'm always looking for suggestions for this podcast. Or if you have concerns, comments, things you hate, things you love, reach out to me. I've also got Side Hustlers Podcast at gmail.com if you love Gmail. And again, I host a morning show in Seattle on iHeartRadio. It's called The Carla Marie and Anthony Show. You can hear it on 106.1 locally or on our iHeartRadio app. Until next week, keep hustling. Just in case you need one more round. The Last Call Podcast with Carla Marie and Anthony. One last little taste to hold you over till tomorrow. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. 
Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.